time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. This is the Retirement Roadmap. Walter Storholt here to help guide you through today's conversation alongside Glenn Mosseller. Glenn is the registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road. That's where the office is. And you can find us online 24-7, greensbororetirement.com is the place to go. That's greensbororetirement.com. So an interesting headline for our conversation today, changing financial advisors. And there's a a reason we're tackling this particular topic today, and, and we'll get into that throughout the course of our conversation. But Glenn, you know, some people have this emotional or sentimental connection that they often develop with a financial advisor. And it's interesting how that happens. Do you find that sometimes it makes it hard for people to make a change when it might be needed, even when they recognize that they should make that change? Is it still difficult because of that personal connection that gets made? Well, sure, Walter. I mean, that that sometimes happens, you know. I mean, a lot of times if folks have an advisor and they've, they've been working with that person for a long time. You know, and that's a difficult thing, you know, and, and and sometimes, you know, they have a not only the business relationship, but sometimes it's a friendly relationship, too. That can sometimes, you know, really become a, a challenging thing to 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 make that change. And, and sometimes people shy away from that, you know, and just because you've been with somebody for a long time doesn't necessarily mean you need to change. But but what you do need to realize is when you're thinking about, you know, your financial situation, you have to realize where you are in life and what are the strengths and the weaknesses of that particular advisor, you know, and, and what, what are they focused on? What, where is their practice oriented? You know, are, are they working with folks who are, who are in the accumulation years or are they really focused and specialized in the retirement years? That, I think, is, is one of the main things that folks need to look at, Walter. And it's a hard thing for folks to, to look at sometimes because, like I say, I mean, they've been with this person for a long time. They feel like, oh, golly, you know, this they've done well by us, you know, for a long period of time. But I always kind of make the analogy is as if you were going to the doctor, right? I mean, you know, when you're going through life, you know, when you're when you're a child, you know, or when you're an infant, you know, you go to a, one doctor and then you become an adolescent and you probably go to a different doctor. And then you're going into your adult years, you know, there's going to be different doctors that you go to and on through on life. And when you go into retirement, you're probably going to be going to more and more specialists because it's wise to work with folks who have specialized knowledge in particular areas. And that's also true in in retirement planning. You know, it's a totally different set of skills and a totally different mindset with an advisor who's helping you accumulate assets, so to speak. You know, when you go through your your saving years and your working years and you're you're putting in you're saving money into into those accounts for retirement. But then when you reach retirement, it's now a different scenario. I mean, we've had those accumulation years and then we move into the preservation and distribution years. And oftentimes those folks that are really good at, at helping people accumulate assets, they might not have the skill set, not because there's anything wrong with them, but just simply just because of what they focus on and, and how they've managed their practice and, and what their specialty is. And so when you start thinking in terms of, okay, well, we need to preserve money and we need to think in terms of you know, having distribution and having income streams coming out of these accounts, well, that's a different set of skills for most investors and also for their advisors. Um, you know, and, and it's rare that you find somebody who, who completely focuses on, on everything. And if they do, then they, they would be more like a general practitioner. And you have to think about it. I mean, is, you know, if you were going to go to the doctor, do you want a general practitioner or do you want somebody who's really you know, specializes in the area that you need attention on? Yeah, it's an interesting conversation because I think a lot of people don't really know how to feel 
when it comes to, you know, breaking up with an advisor. How do you analyze that situation? I mean, how do you know if you need to work with a different or a new advisor? It's it's usually not a situation, I guess, where the current advisor has done something blatantly wrong that makes it obvious. It's probably more of a, a slow drip over time. Would that be accurate? I think that's probably true, Walter. I mean, I think what ends up happening a lot of times is like, you know, because obviously I specialize in the retirement years and the vast majority of my clients are either transitioning into retirement or already in retirement. And so when I sit down with folks for the first time, you know, if they're not already a client and when we go through a discovery meeting and, and whatnot, you know, we start talking about income plans and legacy plans and, you know, the social security planning and, and tax planning and, you know, the tax ramifications of taking money from this account versus that account. When we're going through that process and asking those questions, you know, a lot of times it's red flags that are going off. And in terms of, you know, folks say, well, you know, gosh, we've never I've never had this conversation before with with my current advisor, you know, and then we'll kind of pause and say, well, you know, I mean, let's think about that. You know, I mean, what is their area of specialty and, and what have they helped you do? And like I say, they might they may have well done a good job, but but if they're not you know addressing the issues at hand, then 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 we need to really consider whether or not that that's the the right place to stay. I will very oftentimes sit down and we'll ask those questions. And one of the things is social security planning, you know, or the, like we've talked about in just the previous podcast about required minimum distributions and having a plan around that. And it's very common when I sit down with folks for the first time and they're working with somebody else that those are conversations that have never taken place. And, and they might be in their in their mid 60s or, or, or even older. And, you know, and a lot of times it's funny. I mean, they'll actually start making excuses sometimes for their advisor and say, well, you know, maybe that was my job to bring that up. And and I always say, well, let's consider that. I mean, who's the advisor and who's supposed to be helping you direct your your financial affairs? And normally it should be a collaboration. I mean, it should be a team effort that that both the client and the advisor are working together. But people begin to realize, you know, golly, it is a kind of a red flag if we haven't started talking about these things. And I'm, you know, within a year or two of, of retirement and how I'm positioning my assets for preservation and distribution. And we haven't really talked about those things yet. Those are you know, kind of like those warning signs, if, if you will. And, you know, and again, you know, thinking about when to take Social Security. I mean, that should be part of a conversation, you know, when we're talking about retirement planning and income planning. I mean, it's for most people, it's probably 30 to 40 percent of their income in, in retirement. And there needs to be a plan around as to when you're going to take that and how you're going to take that and how that coordinates with all your other accounts and your other resources. And that's the retirement transition versus the the accumulation in the working years and saving for retirement. All important things to consider when talking about changing financial advisors. What are some, maybe you can provide us a couple of helpful tips or questions that somebody could ask a current financial advisor, maybe to clarify that that relationship is no longer a good fit. What are some good probing questions, if you will? Having those questions about, well, you know, let's talk about, you know, our income plan and, you know, when when we're going to be taking, you know, this distribution or that distribution or or what do you suggest, you know, tapping into this account or that account or what are going to be the tax ramifications of us doing this versus that? And asking the questions about Social Security planning, lowering the volatility in in terms of in the portfolio. You know, all of those things are going to come into play. And those are key questions to be probing 
But again, I mean, I typically, you know, when I'm talking to to folks, when you go to uh, you know you go to church and Sunday school and they talk about you know sins of omission and, and sins of commission, right? I mean, if there's not questions coming from the advisor or the you know the the conversation is not getting started in terms of saying, well, these are things that we need to start thinking about because you're entering into a different phase of life or you will be in the next few years. If those conversations haven't been started then it's one of those things. I mean, yeah, you can ask questions about them, but think about it. I mean, if you're listening to the podcast or, you know, and whatnot, I mean, aren't those things that probably should be brought to your attention and that conversation should be started by the advisor? It's a difficult thing because, you know, you say, well, gosh, I'm listening to my advisor and they're they're kind of, you know, guiding me through. But you also, you know, you have to be asking those questions about, okay, well, I'm, I'm entering a different phase of life, and so I need to be asking these questions about my retirement. What about another thing is planning for health care and making that transition to Medicare and Medicare supplements and, and the drug benefits? All of those things are going to play in because the amount of your premiums for Medicare are, are going to be based upon how much money you make. And that should be part of that overall planning and that holistic planning. And so those are questions that you need to be asking, you know, all along the way and expect, you know, you should have certain level of expectation that the advisor should be starting those conversations and asking those questions of you as well as you asking that of them. Again, if you're not getting the answers or if those conversations aren't taking place, it's probably a signal that maybe you ought to be thinking in terms of exploring, you know, a second opinion. That doesn't mean that you're going to absolutely run away from that advisor, but maybe, you know, it's time to, you know, to maybe, you know, get some other opinions about it and see if it makes sense to be thinking some other thoughts and and, and making additional plans. Well, last but not least, Glenn, I think, you know, we have this conversation and maybe you take a look at your current relationship with your advisor, clarify if it's a good fit for you. But then the most important question is, where do you go next? What should you look for in a new advisor once you've decided to do that shopping around? What are some of the important things to consider? You know, okay, this person wasn't a good fit for me. Do you ask the same questions or different questions to ask to then try to find the right fit? Well, I think, Walter, it just really boils down to the key is, is where are you in life, right? And because, I mean, how old you are and what phase of life you're in is going to really be helpful in terms of making the determination as to what you need in an advisor. You know, if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s and you're and you're accumulating assets, I mean, that's that's obviously the accumulation phase of life. When you get into your mid 50s and, and, and beyond, you're starting to make that transition. Yeah, you might still be accumulating, but you're also looking to, OK, well, there's a certain amount of preservation that we need to have there. We have all three phases of life. We have accumulation, preservation and distribution. The key question is, is where are you in that spectrum of the of the life's journey? And, you know, if you're in those transition years into retirement or you're already there, I mean, that's the key thing. I mean, is the specialty of your advisor the retirement years or is it more in the accumulation years? And that's really, to me, is a large key. The other thing that comes into play, too, Walter, is is that you want to know if they're a holistic advisor. Are they taking into into account your legacy planning and your and your tax planning and whatnot? When you transition into retirement, you know, you're going to typically have you know, at least two streams of income. You're going to have, you know, you're going to have Social Security. You're going to have, be drawing money from retirement accounts or possibly a pension. And the different streams of income that you have are going to not necessarily have the same tax treatment. And you have to understand 
you know, well, how do we draw from this account versus that account in, in a very efficient way so that you keep more dollars in your pocket than the, to run the risk of overpaying in taxes or or taking too much risk and having to draw money out of an account, you know, when the account values are down. Those are key questions and those are key things to be concerned about and thinking about. And and if you have an advisor that can't really help you with with that planning and also with, you know, the tax consequences and that legacy plan, then it's probably an indication that it's at the very least it's time to, to seek a second opinion and to explore whether or not that there's other answers out there that, that might be more helpful than, than what you're currently getting. Yeah. All important things to consider, no doubt about it. So if you would like to talk with Glenn, maybe about what your current relationship looks like with your financial advisor? Are you being served in the best way possible? Or maybe you've decided to make that move away from a current advisor and work with somebody who specializes as you approach retirement, who specializes in preservation of assets and making sure that you have an income plan in place, those kinds of things. See if Glenn Mosseller is a good fit for you. He can help you kind of navigate these waters a little bit. That number to call to reach Glenn is 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. You can also find Glenn online, greensbororetirement.com is the website, greensbororetirement.com. You can listen to past podcasts there, find out about educational workshops and courses that are offered throughout the area. And at the bottom of the page, you can click on the little button that says free consultation and set up a time to meet and come in. That's greensbororetirement.com. For Glenn Mosseller, I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks so much for tuning in to the program this week, and we'll look forward to talking to you on the next edition of the Retirement Roadmap. 